Hello Sharks, I'm Jonathan Little for PokerCoaching.com, here today with a hand from a 100,000 euro buying event put on by Party Poker Live. You can actually watch this entire final table at youtube.com slash partypokerlive, so make sure you check it out. We are watching a hand today featuring two of the absolute best American poker players. They flew from America all the way to Barcelona to play together. you think they could just stay home, but no, no, no. They wanted to fly across the world for fun. To be fair, it is fun. We're going to be watching a hand between Nick Petrangelo, who has about $17 million in live tournament caches, and he's cashed for over a million dollars in five straight years, starting in 2015. You think he's going to do it in 2021? I don't know. Go look it up. If you didn't know, you can look up anyone's live poker tournament results by typing in their name into Google and the word poker or Hendon Mob. That's usually where you're going to go find it or GPI. It'll come right up. Fun story. I actually chopped a tournament with Nick Petrangelo once in the Bahamas. It was a lot of fun. Then we uh, flipped for the title and he won. We chopped it because we both had to play the main event the next day and it was late and we were both tired. It's important to get your sleep. Nick realizes that. His opponent is Jake Schindler. Jake Schindler's been around for forever. $26 million in live tournament earnings. An absolute crusher. I actually... What happened with him? There were a few Bellagio high roller tournaments a while back, and I won back-to-back -back tournaments. They were small field events, like 5 and 12 players or something. Maybe I got heads up against Jake in one or something. I don't remember. I like Jake. He gets in there. He battles hard. Let's take a look at this hand featuring these two good American players who flew all the way to Barcelona to play this Party Poker Live tournament. They are at a final table. Um, I believe they're playing like five-handed, so there are payout implications. He plays crazy, guys. This is, uh... He reminds me of the English guy in the World Series. All right, we are playing 20,000, 40,000 blinds. Does that sound right? Maybe not. I'm not sure. Actually, that is right. Nick raises it up to 3.5 big blinds. Perhaps there's a short stack at this table. Um, I believe there are payout implications here. I'm not aware of them. Anyway, he goes for a big raise with the ace king off of a 30, a 3.2 million chip stack. About 80 big blinds. So pretty deep stacked. Jake Schindler in the big blind with queen eight offsuit elects to call. You know, this actually may be early in the tournament. I'm not sure. Who knows what's going on? Let's presume there are no payout implications because that certainly makes our life way easier. In this scenario, Nick raises it up, playing deep sack, perfectly viable, right? Jake calls in the big blind. Jake is a sticky player. He doesn't like to fold. He calls the queen eight, which is fine. If this was a little bit weaker, maybe you're supposed to fold, but whatever. Call the queen eight, sure. What's his name? At the hub. Oh, John Hesp. John Hesp. John Hesp. Definitely will be raising up from a lot of places you're not supposed to. But look at this. Nick with ace-king raises the button. Jake defends with queen-eight and ace-eight six the flop. So Jake goes for a very standard check. When you're out of position on an ace-high board, check every time. Now over to Nick with the top pair top kicker. This is a scenario where you want to bet every single time. When you have a very, very strong hand that can easily get called by a lot of worse hands. It doesn't really mind protection. Notice there are a lot of draws available. This is a spot where you have a very, very, very standard continuation bet. Um, I think you want to go for a medium-ish to big size here. Pots 340k. Graphics a little bit wrong, but that's fine. By the way, if you are listening to this, 
on a podcast, thank you for being here. But also check out youtube.com slash poker coaching. If you're here on youtube.com slash poker coaching, click like, click subscribe, click the notification bell. I appreciate it. Let's see what Nick does. Jake looking to do a few chips in this pot, you'd think. 125. He's going to check or bet it even. He bets, but Jake is not going to give up. 240K, solid two-thirds pot bet because, like I said, this is a scenario where Jake is going to have a whole lot of middle middle pairs, draws, etc., and you don't mind those putting in a lot of money. Queen 8, easy call from Jake. I'm going to see a turn card. Takes his time. He calls. does eventually make the call. 240,000 was the bet. Wow. Hello. What a turn for Jake. Cooler. He turns the eight. Get your jacket on. All right. All right. All right. You have your jackets on for the cooler situation. This is a spot where, interestingly enough, I think Jake should lead. You may say, What? You should lead here. You should be leading in this scenario with your eights and a bunch of junky draws and some premium draws. This is a spot where you have a lot of eights in your range and Nick has way fewer, right? So this is a spot where the nut advantage shifts away from Nick and goes all the way over to Jake. If you've studied my tournament masterclass at pokercoaching.com, you've seen a lot of GTO solutions that very clearly prove that in this scenario, you want to be leading with your middle pairs when the... Well, you want to be leading with your trips when the middle or bottom card pairs on the turn if those cards are very likely in your range, and that's definitely the case on the eight turn. So very, very nice spot to lead. In this scenario, I think what you're going to go ahead and see is Jake's going to lead with a medium size on the turn such that he could conceivably jam the river if he feels inclined. And by doing that, he takes all of Nick's decently strong hands like an ace and makes them into bluff catchers. And when you lead with a perfectly polarized range, which, you know, Nick, uh, Jake's not going to be perfectly polarized because obviously he could still be losing to a hand like pocket aces or eight six suited or pocket sixes, but he's going to be very, very polarized here. When you lead with a polarized range and you're balanced, as I'm sure Jake is going to be, you win whatever's in the pot on average. And being able to win the pot just by polarizing your range, that is quite a powerful strategy. So let's see what Jake does in this spot. So you encourage them to race you with an ace. Yeah, but he's going like, to, like, let's see what like he does. No, he's going to make a proper yeah. bet here. He's going to encourage him. Yeah. 575 the bet. It's worth noting here with the ace king, you should basically never raise. I don't think. Now, mm, maybe in GTO world you're supposed to raise some of your top pairs here, but you have to realize when Jake leads, he has a whole lot of eights and he has a whole lot of draws, right? And if he has a whole lot of eights and a whole lot of draws, if he has an eight, you're in terrible shape. If he has a draw, well, you want to catch those bluffs on the river, right? So this is a spot where Nick has a pretty reasonable call in my mind. GTO maybe to raise. I don't know. Are there any GTO wizards in the comment section? Let me know. This is going to get really interesting because I can see if Nick is going to uh, call here on the river. It's gonna go. It's gonna get expensive here. I think it's probably gonna go all in because yeah. 1.9 now in the middle yeah. and 2.4 behind. There's one move for Mr. Jake Schindler. Wow! Oh, definitely. That is cutting short. Wow. <laughs> Jake looking like Jake Schindler runner runner quads. He's Nick, gonna shove it now. Full house now. You think he's gonna gonna get him to make an instant call here? <laughs> 
So, River is the eight, giving Jake four eights. Eights are great for Jake. He's about to rake the pot. All right, in this scenario, you wanna ask, if I check, will I induce bluffs from Nick? What do you think? Maybe. If you bet, will you induce some hero calls from Nick with hands worse than an ace? Maybe. If you check, or if you bet, will an ace ever fold? I don't know. Maybe. I want you to take a second. Pause the video and write in the comment section below what you would do. Pot is 2 million. Nick has 2.4 million behind. If you were in Jake's shoes, would you check to induce the bluff? Would you bet small, like 600K? Would you bet medium, like 1.3 million? Or would you rip it all in? Pause the video and write what you would do in the comment section below. Oh, fun spot, huh? I think this is a scenario where you have only two options against good, strong players. You should either check to induce a bluff from hands like 10-7, 9-7, that would bet the flop, call the turn lead, and be sitting there with a you know 10-high, 9-high, 7-high hand on the river. Or you should shove all in. What a lot of people do wrong here, in my mind, is they go for a small bet or a non-all-in bet in general. Because... In the spot, again, you want to be perfectly polarized. And fortunately for Jake, now he has a lot of eights in his range, all of which are the super nuts now, right? So that's going to allow him to shove with his eights, and there are a lot of them, and some of his busted draws. And notice, there are a lot of them. He could easily have 9-7, 7-5, maybe 10-9, maybe 7-4, right? There are a whole lot of hands here that Jake would really, really, really like to bluff. So this is a spot where... If I, if I knew anything about Jake, he's going to be ripping it all in. And funny enough, he may actually be over-bluffing in general. It's easy to be over-bluffing in this spot if you bluff with all the busted draws. And uh, Jake likes to get in there and battle. I mean, I don't know. Check is quite risky. There's two hands he can lose from. Quads or four house aces. Other than that, he's mm -hmm. like... Crushing, probably. I mean, if he shoves here, what's... I mean, is, is checking better? If you, I mean, if you check here, you get 7, 9, and a 9, 10 float, maybe to bluff. Yeah. But you lose out on getting called by... Uh, right, just move all in. You miss out on getting called by the flush and uh, the ace. And if you check, the ace might check behind. That's the real problem with checking, as the commentator says here. If you check, I think a, if you do, if you are sitting here with an ace, I think it's actually very reasonable. To check behind you may say what you have a full house the thing is is that when jake takes this pretty polarized line he's gonna try his best to remain balanced on the river for both his betting and checking range and when he's checking the river he's not gonna have only give ups and or only very weak hands he's gonna have some eight so you can't even you have to be a little bit cautious betting here with the ace on the river that said he does shove nick's over here with the ace king what a bummer look if i'm in nick's shoes i'm just calling every time jake if you make quads against me Go for full value, because I'm not folding. And <laughs> I got to presume Nick's not folding. It's just a cooler. Good game. Have fun. Uh, he cannot go nowhere with this stack. It's too small oh, now no. for the pot. He think he's trying to force him out. He's 
<laughs> Most times she uh, does. He does make the call. Yeah, of course. Quads are usually good in the game of Texas Hold'em. In this situation, no different. GG, Nicky P. Yeah, good luck, boys. GG, Nicky P. Good luck, boys. That's going to be it for today. Hope you enjoy this episode of Weekly Poker. And if you did, tell your friends. I would appreciate it. Word of mouth is very powerful. If you like my work, let other people know. Good luck in your games. Have a great, great week. I appreciate you being here. And I'll talk to you next time. Avoid the coolers. How would you like to have one of these championship bracelets from winning a major poker tournament? Well, here, I have plenty. I'll give you one of these. Oh. Couldn't quite get it to you. Instead, you're going to have to win your own. To get started, click the subscribe button. Thank <laughs> you.